Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. here from expatsportugal.com with the Good Morning Portugal show, a very special Good Morning Portugal show this morning. Uh, co-host just getting ready in the green room, Joanna Banana is here everybody and she'll be joining me this morning to talk about the happiness and the harshness of the realities of expat life, which I thought we could attack from a, a number of angles. There's this idea, a business of tipping um, in Portugal, which I think we should talk about because it came up on a social media thread the other day. I'm sure Joanna will have something to say about that. Having lived in Portugal for 26 years, She's got a foot in both camps. She's a world traveller, citizen of the world for sure. Um, I believe has lived in Spain as well, all over Europe, but probably all over the world. And 26 years of expat history, really a local now, right, uh, in Portugal. But she'll have an, a wonderful perspective to bring and a joyful one, as she always does when she joins us on the Good Morning Portugal show. So it's going to be a lot of fun talking to Joanna Banana. But I just want to sh- share with you before we get started there and, 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 and other, other things about living in a foreign country, because it was brought to my attention sandinmycurls.com, a great blog. Um, Expectation number two from this blog piece about living in a foreign country. Uh, Expectation number two, challenging the expectations of moving around the world. Uh, Of life in another country, every day will be an adventure full of exploration. And there are 10 of these uh, things that are being challenged uh, when you go abroad. Uh, Another might be about guilt, Um, you know, missing people from back home. Oh, can I handle the fear of missing out? Um, Being separated from family and friends will get easier. The guilt will subside. And uh, there are 10 of these expectations that uh, sandinmycurls.com challenge. And we'll take a look at one or two of those, I think. And I'll, I'll give you the link to that. But also talk to Joanna Banana, Joanne Helms, about this as well. But before we do, you've heard of TAP, of course, the domestic airline of Portugal. Ryanair, you'll be familiar with. EasyJet, um, I think, um, is is that wonderful one that used to fly from, from Exeter Airport back in business now that went bust and is now back whose name is Flyby, that's the one, Flyby. Here's another one, Colin Air. Are you familiar with Colin Air, who are, who, are, who are now, I believe, operating a connection between Portugal and the UK? Um, here's, here they are in action. Hello? Hello. 
Is that Mr. Ryan? Yes, it is. Yes, this is Colin Air. You booked with us to fly to Portugal in July last year. Yeah, that's right. I'm still waiting for that refund. Well, I've got good news for you, sir. Oh, finally. Yes. Very good news. You'll know that Portugal will be added to the green list from Monday next week. Yeah, I'd heard that. Right, so, great news. We are retrospectively running your flight to Portugal, so I hope you enjoy your flight, and thank you for flying with Colin Air. Wait, wait, hang on. The flights were cancelled? Yes. And now they're not, sir. So when have they been rescheduled for? They haven't, sir. We are retrospectively running the flights in July last year. How does that work? Well, have you seen the Christopher Nolan film Tenet? What? No. Ah, well, it was fierce confusing and there was a criminal underuse of Sir Michael Caine, but that film would explain your situation quite well. So, hang on, the flights are running? In theory. They've already gone. Everything has already happened. So, how do I get on the plane? One moment, sir. Eva! Eva! What do we do if the customer can't do the old time travel? Right. Right. Hello, sir. Hello. There is a 150 euro surcharge if you're not able to board the flight in the past. Is this a complicated way of telling me I'm not getting a refund? I'll come to that, sir. Now, would you have wanted to take cabin baggage on this flight? Well, yeah, And do you think you might have needed the toilet in July last year? Probably. Solids or liquids? What? Okay, so that's an extra 270 euro. What? It was 20 euros for cabin baggage when I booked. Ah, yes, sir. But... Now, don't blame us. Blame the government. But strict code regulations mean we have to tie each piece of luggage two metres apart on a very long and expensive rope and then trail them off the wings. Doesn't the engine output burn through the rope? We can arrange for that not to happen for 54 euros, sir. How do you do that? We just don't turn on the engine, sir. So the flight doesn't take off? It both does and doesn't, sir. Either way, that's a total of 375 euro and your refund, which has been processed but not returned to you, will now be returned to us. Uh, so that's a total to pay today of 690 euro all in, sir. How would you like to pay today? Oh, and would you be wanting a scratch card with that? Oh, there you go. Sorry, I thought that was going to be there forever and I wasn't going to be able to come back onto my own show there. The wonderful Larry and Paul, everybody, with a new offering um, in the airline business. Uh, Colin Air there. Nothing to do with Colin Ross Jones, I assure you. Joanna Banana, did you enjoy that? I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> Great. Well, um, I've, been going, I've been going through the, the same situation. It's quite funny, actually, because I bought some tickets to go to England just before it all got to lockdown. And I've been, you know, change the flight, change the flight, refund the flight, change the refund to another human being. I'm, I'm in the middle of all that. <laughs> that was very, <laughs> you know. Oh, great. Very important. Uh, <laughs> I put the, the connection to their coffee.com page if you want to buy them a drink. A couple of brilliant comics um, over there in the UK. Good morning to you, Joanne Helms, a.k.a. Joanna Banana, my co-host this morning to talk about the happiness and harshness of expat life. How are you today? I'm doing really well today. It's a lovely sunny day. 
my flyers have just uh, been printed. So when after being with you, I'm going to go and get my fairy flyers, the flyers about my fairy village, and go stick them all over the place. That's well, my day today. Well, <laughs> promotion. Well, lovely. Well, we do a little bit of promotion on your fairy garden this morning as well. <laughs> um, what is that in Portuguese? Will you remind me? The fadas. Uh, well, my garden is called Fadas de Fermilo because my village is called Fermilo. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, we've got a little video to run in just a moment after we've said good morning to everybody. And I, and I hope you join me for that. Um, you may know some of these people. Adrian Caffrey, uh, Bon Dia Alegria Toros from Adrian. Uh, Thomas good morning, Malloy. Adrian. Thomas Malloy, bon, uh, bon Dia to you, Thomas, who says it's due to be the hottest day of the year so far in Portugal today, which is good news, okay. isn't it? Uh, from yeah. Wiesbaden in Germany. I mean, I said you're a bit of a world traveler. Shout out if you've been to these countries. Uh, Wiesbaden, uh, Almania. Okay, yes, uh, in Portuguese. Yes. They're very good. good morning to you. Hope you're healing well. Uh, Steve <laughs> Wells, I believe in the UK. Bon dia. That might be a typo. Or he may have wished to say don dia. Uh, bon dia from Joel up in Matosinhos today with barely breaking a smile. But we'll see what we can do to him today. Um, oh, yeah, he's a perfect candidate for the laughter yoga that you do. I'd love to see him <laughs> laughter yoga. Uh, bon dia from Mark in Australia. Ever been to Australia? Not yet. I've got a lot of family there. Okay. But it's definitely, uh, my first boyfriend was from New Zealand, and uh, he was supposed to get me to Australia. I was supposed to get married and live in Australia. I'm supposed to be Australian, but, uh, yeah, that one, um, wow. you know, never wrote back. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, and because when we last spoke, you were t talking about your love life, and uh, I don't, I don't mean to pry, but um, we, it, we, it may be that uh, we can uh, further look into the expats Portugal dating service if that's yes, I just, I just covered my second anniversary since I'm single, and I'm like, what? Two years yeah. without not, not, nothing happening. I was like, that is. Unforgivable. This cannot go on. <laughs> but COVID played a big part in it. <laughs> of course, of course. You see what I was doing there, sort of gently, gently trying to discover what the situation was. So uh, yeah. today could be a useful appearance on the Good Morning. Yeah. Show. Wait. <laughs> Pete Wilton Davies, just a quick hello. <laughs> very nice, Joanna. A very nice. <laughs> the social club. They were having an intercultural event of foreigners and locals coming to discover the village. Perfect timing. Um, the, you know, the, the upside and the downside of expat life. Do please already chip into the comments. Um, you know, the happy times and the harsh times and the reality really of being an expat is what we're talking about today. Uh, from Marcos Valbon Belodia, Solerengo. What does that mean, Marcos? Uh, do say more. Yeah, and Mark saying to Joel, is that nearly a smile there, Joel? Bon dia from, yes, Jacqueline, CDM on the Silver Coast. Good morning to you. I think you enjoyed Mrs. M's uh, show yesterday with the wonderful uh, Tanya. Uh, they were talking yesterday um, about uh, spiritual matters. Uh, bon dia from Anna dear. Hello, uh, Louise. Good morning to you. Solo 50 plus expat. Portugal, Deborah Davies also here. Good morning to you. Uh, bon dia, alegria from Antonio F. That's what we say here now. I don't think we did that before, uh, Joanna, but that's our greeting on the Good Morning Portugal show. Bon dia, alegria, which I think you'd approve of, right? Definitely. That's like one of my mottos. <laughs> bon yeah. dia, con, I, say, I say bon dia con alegria. <laughs> con alegria, okay. And hello yeah. from Nepal. Namaste to you, Madan. Great to have company from Nepal always. And uh, Marcos and Antonio, the Portuguese, is chatting with each other this morning. Uh, Mick O'Leary, the Ali Egypt, <laughs> says Adrian. 
McCaffrey. Tap, going back to our clip that we played there from the wonderful Larry and Paul. Uh, morning, Tap. Take another plane is what they what uh, Sean thinks that stands for. Good morning to you, Sean. Uh, is there a chance to board the Portuguese parliament in that flight, says Joe? He's not. He's so not over the politics here. Maybe one day. Uh, hilarious. I just watched Tenet yesterday, funnily enough. Mind-blowing special effects. Christopher Nolan is an amazing filmmaker, isn't he? And concepts of different dimensions of time. Ooh, Doreen. Um, bon dia, alegria. I hope you had a beautiful day. It was, it was Penny's birthday yesterday. Thanks so much for all my lovely birthday wishes, she says. It was a lovely day and the sun shone and oh, that's so, so good to hear it sounds like you did have a beautiful day bon dia from the sunny pavor de regime have you been up on portugal's green coast joanna do you, do you know that part of portugal up the north mm. yeah i think the coast i know the whole coast yeah you know there's a there's a place and it's not far from here i'm just trying to try and remember the name it's kind of like a little peninsula that hangs off the country and they've got some kind of microclimate there that yeah. it never goes, it never goes beyond, I don't know, 23 or something in the summer. It's only like an hour from here. If you want to get out of the extreme heat and just enjoy the beach all day. Um, yeah. If you just look at the map, you'll see a little piece hanging off. It's got the river on one side that then goes into the sea and the sea on the other side. It's, it's, it's above Mira. It's uh, God, I can't remember the name right now, but I discovered that last summer and that was like, Oh, Here's a place to go where you could just really enjoy the sun and not have to run from it. <laughs> yes, but above Mira, which is a lovely little seaside town, but below yeah. Aveiro, by the sound of it, south of yeah. Aveiro. Okay, yeah. somebody will answer that question. I think either Antonio or Joel or uh, Marcos will know that. Uh, bon dia from um, Sweden this morning as well, from Anna Olsen. Good morning to you, Anna. Lovely to have your company. Bon dia, Torres, from Michelle Castroviera. Uh, L. Blackman Reynolds here on YouTube. Hola, bon dia, Torres. And, oh, my gosh, you, you all have sun. Yes, Donna, we do. Uh, they have pouring rain there in Tercera, not Madeira, Carl, as you always say. Lord. I'm so sorry. So this is Zorish, right? Um, where are we going there? Or is it? No, I've, have I made an even bigger gaff now? Uh, morning, Carl. I was once asked to make a fairy garden for a little girls, says Debbie Doos. We have the expert with us this morning who lost her grandfather. It also had fairy lights, too. She loved it. How beautiful, Debs. How are you this morning? Uh, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> um, Solarengo Sunny. Very good. Okay, thank you, Antonio F. That's great. Uh, Hank in California. Hola. Uh, EU announcing tourists welcome next week. Uh, buying plane tickets next week, I hope. So we have movement there. It looks like our North American mm -hmm. friend will be coming to Europe very soon. Excellent. Uh, Robert mm -hmm. Vincourt, bon dia from Provence in France. You know France, don't you, Joanna? Oh, yes, and I know Provence very well. I loved it there. Beautiful. It was wonderful. Yes, indeed. Always put a smile on people's face, uh, does Provence. Uh, I think... Uh, you know, central Portugal, Tuscany, Provence, similar vibes, but Portugal's not as well known, obviously, as Provence and Tuscany for mm. that kind of uh, retreat into the interior. Uh, uh, Belo dia Solarengo. Solarengo in English is beautiful sunny day. Thank you, Marcos Felbon. Excellent. Uh, circus School Paul. Bon dia, you lovely people. It's a cloudy <laughs> day here in Northampton, UK. This morning, I will be mainly eating bacon sandwiches all day uh, by the sound of it, Paul, and watching the show. Excellent. Maybe a a bottle of sagrash with that as well. Hola, bon dia, alegria. You know what these circus folk are like. Uh, oh, you're, you're a bit of a circus person, aren't you, Joanna? 
Uh, you've been clowning. Definitely for worked in the I've been working the circuit since I was four years old. <laughs> I've, most of my life, I've been in the circus. Yeah. Well, tell us more about that. Did you run away to the circus when you were just four? <laughs> well, I think my whole family uh, belonged in the circus. Um, we were. We had sort of um, an alternative school called Zoom School. And it was composed of basically parents and some teachers that the parents hired. And the parents basically said, kids rule. So whatever they want to do. So, of course, you know, kids love circus. So we created a, a circus. It was, it was in the south coast of Spain. And it was called Los Ocho Tontitos, which is, you know, the, the eight, um, well, sillies. And um, we used to perform. And the town hall would give us school materials like notepads and pencils and stuff in exchange for our performances uh oh we had a brilliant time and then when i grew up and started doing volunteer work in in uh, countries with war and stuff like that with children i found that the best thing i had to offer is a little giggle because you know a giggle a little giggle doesn't get take get you a long way and so i started just clowning around then i came back to costa del sol that was in 1990, 90, yeah, about 93 or something like that. There was a, a big, um, there was a, a big problem with getting work. There was a crisis, an Right, I'll just clown. And I used to actually be on an uh, expat television show on the Cost of the Soul. I do little clown shows, little puppet shows for the children there. And then I got into birthday parties before I came to Portugal. I arrived in Portugal in 1995 thanks to a, a Portuguese guy that brought me here. And then I seriously got into circus, <laughs> like big time. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And of course, then more recently, you brought laughter yoga to Portugal as well, right? Well, that was, re well, let's say recently, that was 16 years ago. Oh, okay. uh, I, quite, quite a long time I've been laughing. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> I, think we, I think we should definitely do a little bit of laughter today because it's when you said, oh, let's make this program about, you know, the good things and the bad things of living in Portugal, the challenges. Well, you definitely can use laughter yoga for challenges. So we should definitely learn a few exercises for the rough moments, frustrating or scary moments that you might be going through in this, ex yes. in this uh, Portuguese experience. But, um, yeah, I got really sick. And uh, I couldn't move any joint in my body. I was completely, I'd turned to stone. And yeah. I found uh, Dr. Katari's book. He's a doctor and he invented laughter yoga. And he said, you don't really need to laugh. The sound of laughter is enough to heal you. I'm like, well, I can do that. So I tell you, I was not feeling like laughing at, at that time. Yeah. I just separated from my Portuguese husband. It was a very nasty separation. And um, I was living in a shed in the forest without electricity or water. I couldn't move my body, couldn't get any food. I was starving to death, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, it can happen to you. Maybe not today, but um, yeah, that, that was, um, yeah, about 16 years ago, you could still go hungry in this country. And uh, I had a four-year-old child. Things were looking very wow. bleak. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So I was, I was okay. I need a miracle. I need an intervention. And, um, I found this, this book about healing through laughter. And all you need to do is just, you know, breathe in. And go ha 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 ha
No, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's so beautiful, um, Joanne. I, I wouldn't have myself down as a fairy fan, but I feel much better for watching that. <laughs> well, that's what I got up to during COVID. I mean, that's an old video now that there's way more houses and houses with several rooms and stuff like that. But, you know, COVID hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, basically, my work just stopped. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have any form of income. So I just decided I'm going to create a fairy village and invite people to come have a cup of tea and play in the fairy village. I made the roofs. <laughs> of the house is just a piece of cork that you can take off and then put all the furniture and the food and the plates and stuff like that. And um, some families have come by and had a wonderful time here, you know, just one family at a time. They, they come to invent stories or they come to do any one of the workshops, you know, miniature pottery or miniature carpentry or miniature anything, or they just come to dress up as a fairy and jump on the trampoline or make cupcakes, anything which is cheerful, fluffy, kind, uh, uh, comforting, anything that makes you feel warm and loved and, and, and uh, magical and fantasy, that's me. <laughs> Any, anything that feels good, come over yeah. here. <laughs> and I, I've, I've re-denominated myself as a fairy godmother. I now officially am a fairy godmother. And I have the dresses to prove it. Yesterday, another two dresses arrived. I started buying, you know, really massive, fluffy wedding dresses for people to just get in and jump on the trampoline and be totally ridiculous and have loads of fun. And now people know me that for that, so they just give me their dresses. I've got one room full of them. Oh, we have so much fun. <laughs> yes, well, I'm, I'm wondering if I can uh, make you the uh, official fairy godmother. Of, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> well, seriously, that's, that, that is so lovely. And, and you, you make a really good point because it was uh, Vinya Brinkar, was it? Come and play. And uh, do you think, Brinkar, yes. do you think uh, adults, you know, we become adulterated, don't we? It's, it's an interesting word, adulteration, mm -hmm. and we all become adults. And do you think we don't play enough as adults, generally speaking? Well, I, I have groups of adults to come. And they're just adults, uh, men, women, and then I have sometimes families that come. I would say the adults even have more fun because the kids is kind of like, yeah, it's fun, but it's inside their world. But the adults that come, you know, uh, I have Anna Maria, she comes up with a harp and we do lots of yoga and dancing and music therapy and mandalas. And we just go into, well, we wake up our inner child we go into a world of fantasy and joy and, and creative expression, like art expression. And I can see the great transformation. Like I can see when they arrive and how, and how they leave and what a brilliant time they had while they were here. Uh, I think I enjoy that more. I've worked with children my whole life, but I enjoy bringing the child out in you. And um, it's, it's fascinating to see that transformation, to see people come alive and to see people realize their palace of possibilities, realize that, you know, whenever life sh shuts the door or whenever you have to embrace a whole new life, like coming out to Portugal, where you might be leaving your social network, your job, everything that gave you meaning and everything that gave, that, 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 that identified you, then you come here and start from scratch, you know, come and spend a weekend with me 
and I'll just blow the lid off your horizons. <laughs> you can just see that, you know, there's so much that you can be. Basically, that's why I'm about like, what is your full potential? What can you become? You know, you don't have to be good at drawing to suddenly realize you love drawing. And then through that, you actually do express something that nobody else has ever expressed and become known for that, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, far from being frivolous, this is an, a gateway, isn't it, to our true selves, possibly? Yes, you know, there is a lot that we bottle because in the name of conformity, in the name of, you know, financial stability, in the, in, in the name of doing as we're told, there is, I would say, probably, you know, in most people, 80% is never realized, is never expressed. We never what? get to live. Yes, when you think about it, most, you know, if you think about the Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama says, change profession every five years. You know, just do something completely different every five years. Now, how many people do that? How many people just completely change their lives every five years? Most people have a job and they stick to it and they, they try and make the best of it. And, you know, if you're lucky, you've actually chosen something that you adore, that you love, that is your passion. But Carl, the honest to God truth, most people, they do the same job because, well, they, they, they fear financial uh, insecurity. And so when you want to shift from one profession to another, there is that kind of turbulent time yes. and that will keep people stuck for their whole lives. Now, this COVID actually threw everybody in the deep end. And a lot of people, a lot of people have just needed to reinvent themselves which is challenging and tough and maybe scary and painful, but also a blessing with a silver lining. <laughs> it has been for me. I mean, I've just kind of like, I've written songs, I've created a play, I'm writing a book. So yeah, I was a last yoga teacher. COVID came and now I've just kind of like, you know, like a gremlin that's been fed after midnight or something and just like pop, pop, pop. And I'm this and I'm that and that. And, this, and now I'm kind of like, you know, and I, I was talking to Sally who worked for, for you guys yesterday and and like, how, how can we present what is happening here in the fairy garden? And it just, you know, every five minutes I said, and <laughs> she yes, got totally true. confused well, after are. a while. Well, <laughs> And I love that. You're, you're like a gremlin that's been fed after midnight. That's fantastic. Yes. And by the way, uh, in case you were wondering what happened to Cheetah Stern this morning, we had a, a, a late change, plot twist, um, and, and Cheetah will be with us here tomorrow talking about her incredible entrepreneurial journey uh, in business, in education. She's she's a major force in, in, in business in Lisbon and in the Algarve, and, and I think she's making an impact in Portugal generally. So we'll have Cheetah here tomorrow as well as um, the wonderful... Uh, Jenny B uh, talking about how to get more love into life, so which is what we're talking about really with Joanna mm -hmm. Banana here this morning. More love, more joy into life. It's a really great antidote, I think, to some of the things that have been going on in the world. Uh, bear with us as we as we bring that together as well with the expat journey. You know, the ups and the downs. You know, I'm the Portuguese Pollyanna. That's what people call me. So I tend to focus on the upside, but there are other parts that are sometimes difficult, and we can air those this morning. Jo Joanna's a perfect fairy godmother to do that with, and she might even treat us to a bit of uh, laughter therapy to go with her. But of course, you're right. In COVID, I mean, it looked like a very dangerous thing to do to be in close proximity, laughing all over people, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. You have to reinvent yourself. 
I, I did do quite a bit on Zoom. I'm still getting contacted sometimes from a family from England that say, SOS, you know, we, we just really need to laugh. And, you know, I'm jumping around the living room doing a laughter yoga session with the family that's far miles away. Yes, Carl, should we laugh a little bit? Let's, let's just, could I just do a few more comments to bring us up to date? And then let's just let's yes. do some practical. So get ready, everybody. Loosen anything yes. tight, including your yes. mind. Uh, and because we're about to laugh uh, more than we normally do, possibly here on the morning show. Mm. Uh, having lived as an expat in another EU country before Portugal, I learned that integrating as much as I possibly can on a regular basis with my local community and listening to local TV and radio was a great advantage. It's easy to be hard on oneself. I try learning everything without expectations. Nice one. Jacqueline CDM there, my neighbor, my new Very neighbor. Very nice, Jacqueline. Born the Maastricht of Portugal weather this morning. And, and thank you, Mike, for that. Uh, Portugal weather, nice, weak wind, maximum temperature 28 degrees, minimum 16 degrees sunny. This is in Lisbon today. Not too bad, not too shabby at all. Um, or simply beautiful, that fairy garden. Deb's loving your the video that we played there and what you've created. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll come back to the expat airport idea. Uh, bon dia, all from a Linda field in the middle of nowhere from Fundau there, uh, from Pete. Good morning to you, Pete. Bon dia from London, from Rui Dias this morning. The fairy dresses. Would they be tie-dyed wedding dresses? Sounds like a lovely idea. Definitely yeah. we could do that with some of them. Yeah. <laughs> I got plenty of them. Take anyone to an adventure playground. Unfortunately, the massive chair uh, that we have at the farm and watch them turn into a 10-year-old. Yeah, Pete's got an amazing, huge chair which you can watch the storks from. And yeah, I can imagine how that turns uh, turns grown people into little kids again, Pete. Uh, bon dia, Carl. My last day in Jersey, Portugal. Here I come. <laughs> Excited for my new life, says Lisa. Uh, nice one, Jersey Bean. Uh, yeah, looking forward um, to welcoming you over here. Well, we've been we've been helping keep your Portuguese pilot lightly, haven't we, in the last few weeks? Uh, excellent that it's got to this this stage. Oh, this is good news, says Louise. I've done so many things, always changing, so it's not so bad. Certainly not, Louise. A, a validation from the very this morning. Yeah, I think I've changed careers, businesses about ten times over nearly 50 years since 16 i guess the average is every five years not surprised penny an incredibly creative and wonderful person uh, with a positive outlook on life as well as a serious one as well you know a great compassion and care for others uh bon dia from a wonderfully sunny lisboa this morning okay so get ready loose and tight things as i said Do, don't just watch us anybody you yes, are in yes. <laughs> ball is that are you still sat on the ball Joanna? I am. Uh, apparently, chairs are bad for you, so I, I always sit on a Pilates ball, yes. and that helps your spine. And yes. you can bounce as you're doing your emails. You know, keep yeah. fit, keep active, stay young, oxygenate. Yeah, it feels really comfortable. Sitting on a ball is really comfortable. So let's do let let's do a little bit of last yoga, and remember. Put no emphasis on whether you're going ha 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 or whether you're going ha 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 oasis where i get to choose my emotion sometimes i like to be angry sometimes i like to be sad but i don't get stuck there 
because I've got my key. Okay, so talking about keys, everybody, get your car key, right? Put it in your laughter engine and just turn it over. Just make a little cough like this. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's right. <laughs> now we're gonna now we're gonna make it turn twice. Okay, so. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, now we're gonna let it roll. Okay. Uh -huh. Can you do that? <laughs> so apparently if you do that <laughs> you can provoke your love you can get your body laughing because coughing oh, yeah. is also a form of catharsis. <laughs> so that's one that's one helpful trick that you can use whenever you like. Another yeah. one is if you start doing a little bit of hyperventilation, not too much, don't pass yeah. out. We're just gonna start going and then you let it roll, okay? So you, you start going fast and fast and then you let it go ha 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 and then you just rest your head down at that. <laughs> okay, so here we go. One, two, Three. Ha 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 Should my legs be tingling? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh no, the coughing has started. <clears throat> Okay. You're doing both oh, the exercises oh. simultaneously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's seriously something going on with my legs here as well. The Kundalini <laughs> is going in my lower limbs. Ooh. Well, there's two things that are happening right now, Carl, when you when you do the last yoga. One of them is you're getting a real big flush of oxygen through your whole body. Yeah. Basically, all, all diseases in your body comes from the acidification of your body. Your body's getting acid. How did your body get acid? Not enough oxygen, not enough oxygen. You oxidize, you get rusty. Yeah. So yes, you can be yeah. washing the dishes, you can be washing your dishes, you can be vacuuming the floor, you can be doing anything. All you need to do is breathe in and ha 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 ha. You need to stretch the muscles up, muscles need to go up to activate the glands that are gonna let go of the endorphins. So you need to, you need to put these muscles up, muscles up. I'm not well sure if I should be activating my glands right now like this in front of everybody, but let's see what, <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Gilchrist, we need to tell Mrs. Gilchrist that everything is all right <laughs> in the home office there. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Yeah, we're just doing a little bit of very healthy laughter yoga. I mean, if I was the first person to do this and this was the first day that it was ever done, I could expect people saying she's nuts. But uh, this has been around for 26 years now or more. Yeah. And um, yeah, 26 years, exactly. 26 years. And the whole planet's doing laughter yoga now. So if you yeah. haven't heard of it or you've never done it, I really recommend it. It really gives you your freedom back over your emotional state. It means that you can have better relations with your, with your partner, with your family, with your friends. And it's just like, you know, it gets rid of your toxins. Yeah, it is so actually an ab abdominal exercise. So you lose yeah. weight, burn calories, get along with your mate. And this is just, you know, it's as easy as a piece of pie. You just breathe in, wind up your muscles. Wind up it up. Go, wind them up, wind them up. And then it doesn't matter if you want to kill somebody, you just go, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and that works. The endorphins come down, your mood changes. It does. And you let go of whatever chip is on your shoulder will just really fall off like dandruff. Get rid of your chips. Get rid of all your chips. <laughs> Get rid of your dandruff. The dandruff cure as well. That's fantastic. Uh, you, you have changed my state. I don't know if anybody else wants to report back. Um, you, you, you definitely. And I could feel tingling in my in my legs. Um, and incredible. Um, and we, we, we're having a bit of feedback um, in a good way. I love watching you turn over your laughter engine, Carl. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, Jack um, is, and it's given me a bit, not a bit of indigestion or something, but that's all to the good. It's all coming out. Uh, Jacqueline, CPM, lots of laughing there. It's very oh, sorry, good for your digestive system, actually. That's why oh. laughter yoga is very good to do after eating. Not while your mouth is full, but after eating is one of the best times to do some laughter yoga. Good. Yeah. Um, Gary, any chance you can give me a live outside broadcast test from the woods of Alvazra? Of course. I've, the link is in the comments mm -hmm. if you want to join us and do a bit of – if Gary joins us, we'll do a bit more, shall we? Um, yeah, Lisa, Lisa's laughing as well, laughing Lisa. Um, we'll have to listen in on this one, not in work. Oh, come on, give him a treat at work, Phil. Uh, planning on an early retirement move to Portugal in a couple of years. So hungry for good info. You come to the right place. Uh, I, I trust you You agree uh, there, Phil. Joanne is spot on with breathing exercises. I took a meditation course that focused on breathing and yoga. Excellent. And Jacqueline CDM. Uh, have you a link or YouTube channel, Joanne, please? I love a good old belly laugh. I have tears rolling down my face now. Excellent. Uh -huh. So what, is, what, is, what, is, what is the best way to get in touch with you, Joanna Banana? Well, well, I have a webpage which is called The Laughter School. Unfortunately, the name is in Portuguese, so it's Escola do Rizzo.com. And from there, you, from, from there, you can find some parts of the webpage are, have been translated to English. Some of them you'll have to put through Google Translate, but you can find me on Facebook. I've created a, a little group called The Funny Fairies, and we do a lot of laughter yoga. I'm, I'm constantly doing lives on there, and, yeah, I, I love and care a lot for my little laughter community. And, yeah, you can just call me anytime, what's okay. up, and say, can I laugh? You know, <laughs> I, I'll laugh with you for free for a few minutes if you like you just call me up and say i need a giggle and we'll just laugh we'll do a little bit of laughter yoga okay i'm here i'm here for you guys very excited about the people that have joined us today that are on their way here or will be here in a couple of years we're here to embrace you and who is this young man well have i spelled, have I spelled that right escola escola do, do riso on the screen there you have well done Perfect. 
Yeah. All right, so we believe that this young man is Gary Austin, who's, who's live from the woods now to join us for a bit of laughter yoga. Now, if, if, if there are any passers-by in the woods of Alvazra and there's a man laughing to himself, well, let's, let's see what happens. So can we just do one more quick exercise? Morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Very well, as you can see. <laughs> so I'm here in the wilds. <laughs> I finally got all this technology to work. So um, this, this, is, this is amazing for me. Oh, yeah. we're really pleased. Yeah. We look forward to yeah, in the future. So, yeah, are you up for doing a bit of laughter no. yoga, Gary? Well, they might think I'm slightly insane out here on my own, but I'm, you know, me, I'm up for anything always. Indeed. Okay, over to you, Joanna. Okay, well, laughter yoga is a form of catharsis. So, laughter is a form of catharsis. So, you can use a different form of catharsis as a door. So now we're going to use a form of catharsis, which is shaking. You know, when you when you get a shock, you shake, right? But we're going to use all the vowels, okay? So we're just going to go like this, right? Oh, I'm going to start with with ha. We're going to go ha 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 we start hey. fitting up. Hey, We got two left. Okay. He, 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 without alcohol what could possibly go wrong in the woods of Alvazara this morning okay, officer. <laughs> put a mask on <laughs> oh dear <laughs> oh dear what a sport what a sport <laughs> oh, you did really well there <laughs> thank you thank you oh my goodness there's a there's a hotel near you called um, Hotel um, Quinta do Condestável, and I will be there next week or the week after doing laughter yoga there. Maybe you can come up. Oh, tomorrow. Very close to yeah, very close to Alvazida. It's it's somewhere between Alvazida and Seta around yeah. there. Yes. So um, they 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 love uh, my laughter yoga. So I always go up to the hotel whenever they got a group. And we do some laughter yoga there. And you can come and be in a full-blown session. I'm sure. I'm sure they won't mind. I'll just say that uh, you're one of my students, <laughs> and you can just come and join us. <laughs> people, he's quite famous in that area. We've renamed it from Alvazra to Alviagra, which has given it a certain lift, anyway. Whoa, Alviagra! I like that. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, was more, that was more excitement than we were planning on. But anyway, um, Gary, how, how are the woods of Alviagra this morning? Well, if I stand back, you can see that they're in um, rather nice, resplendent sort of 
uh, semi-leaf now. Everything's uh, sort of happening. Birds are singing. Um, uh, things beautiful. jumping on each other, looking a bit fruity, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, thank you. So the test is, is successful, and you'll be joining us from time to time, I hope. Well, my, my, I was looking for, for a place for Jenny to, to do an outside broadcast, which is um, some feat, really, because trying to get the right signal, and this is actually jumping off my uh, pad as a hot spot. But the signal yeah. here is pretty good, as you can tell. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Perfect. perfect, mate. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. I will I will leave you to your uh, devices and, and enjoy your day. You're the best. Cheers, mate. Okay, cheers, thanks. Oh, fantastic! What a great, what a, what a great test of the, of the technology. Uh, just show, mm. we can do it. We can do this anywhere, uh, which is fantastic. Red nose on, top hat on, yeah. dancing shoes on, and laugh at myself while I do the vacuuming, just just, just to get the vacuuming done. That should be a kit that comes with every Dyson, shouldn't it? Really, that yeah. whole, that whole <laughs> lot of kit there. Um, who yeah. else is saying hello? Um, fantastic exercises. I don't remember when I laughed so loud. That's fantastic, Milda. Um, good therapy all over the world this morning from Good Morning Portugal and expatsportugal.com. Sitting here smiling. Okay, Ian, come on. Uh, in a cafe. So laughing would be a bit strange and quietly happy. happy laughing on the inside, perhaps. Uh, Mike, after leaving Her Majesty's Forces, I had a few jobs contracts, decided to change career completely in 2016 after Brexit impacts. Uh, independent, or oh, Brexit impacting the pound there. Independent now, learned a lot about myself through the process too. I bet you did, Mike. Uh, good on you. Yeah. Uh, love to, love a good bit of shaking. Who doesn't, Stephen? Um, I love to watch your preparation uh, for the video with Linda Gary. For a Good morning, Philomena, who, who loves a good laugh and gave us our Bon Dia Alegria um motto as well good morning bon dia to you philomena uh, mike campion congrats mike i know a few x-forces guys that have struggled it's shameful they're not better looked after absolutely Ian. um yeah here here uh penny albertella so funny watching gary yeah i mean can you imagine if you drove past the woods and you saw him doing that fantastic uh joe johnson yes it's officially i think al viagra if you look on the uh, as you drive into al Vazra, hopefully that it does say you know there are different Twin Town things and newly named Al Viagra as well. Um, glad you're enjoying it, Joe Johnson. So this expat airport thing, Joanne, oh, Joanne. Yeah, yeah let's talk about that. Your place, it's like in Spanish, you know, uh, mi casa, tu casa, is that right? You, you're, you're making your, your, your fairy garden available to, to anybody who's coming newly arrived in Portugal. Well, I, I, I've always been a sort of a park up, well, people just, you know, parked up on the road and came and stayed here. I think I've been responsible for uh, importing so many expats and then I wander around showing them houses and lands just, you know, just for fun. Mm. And now I'm here on this piece of land all alone. My, my ex is living in Algarve with my 12-year-old son. He loves Algarve, but he comes to visit now and again. So I thought, well... I'll just flatten three pieces of land, put some gravel on it, build an outside bathroom. And maybe people that, you know, want to come and check out Portugal, they can have a home base with me because, you know, my Portuguese, I'll just, I'll just give you, eu vou dar um exemplo. Meu português é completamente nativo. Eu falo assim como as pessoas falam cá. Então, quando eu estou a falar português, eu posso ensinar essa língua para qualquer pessoa. So, what I'm trying to say is that if yes, you arrive here, right, what what can you, you you got 
electricity and water and a nice hot shower and a, and, and a toilet. And you've got somebody who can teach you Portuguese and who can be a translator for any documents or interpreter for any meeting. Even if you've gone off to have dinner somewhere and you're having trouble with the waiter, you can call me up and say, help. Yes. <laughs> what does Catania mean? <laughs> or something like that. Say you come here with your family and you want to go off and have a night out. Well, I can have fun with your kids. I've got thousands of activities to do here with with uh, kids or with growing ups. So I so I'm really an airport. I have become an airport. People can park up here. I do have some geodesic geodesic domes that I'm restoring. So if you don't have a caravan, you can just show up in your car. Uh, bear in mind. Um, we are talking about sort of hippie level, sort of. Not, I'm not a, a posh quinta, sort of, you know. I accept donations. I accept donations for electricity and water, you know, a minimum donation of seven euros per caravan. It's not a big business thing. It's more just to help you all out. And because I'm a ton of fun, I believe so. And um, because I love, I love helping people get settled here in Portugal. This country needs people that fall in love with the land. Yes. You yes. know, Love's plant it. trees and and take care of this place. We've, we've got this problem of all this monoculture mono of eucalyptus. And, and I think that the way to end that is just, you know, let's just have everybody buy a hectare of land and turn it into a Garden of Eden. And then, you know, we will be able to take care of this country properly. Because you if not, it's just more you, more fires, and then you'll end up with a desert, won't you? So that's no good, is it? Well said. Well said. <laughs> that's a really good plan, frankly. And mm -hmm. it, you know, people will get a lot of benefit for themselves and their families living on a hectare of, of mm -hmm. um, native woodland. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, it sounds wonderful. So I, I've renamed it a careport. It's an airport. Yeah, it's a careport. careport. I like that. Oh, I'm gonna, can I use that? Come to my careport. There's a careport can. in the fairy garden. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and um, you know, there's nothing terminal about it. These, you, you don't you don't go to terminal one, two, or three. It's quite the opposite. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a real lift off um, at this careport, and um, I think it's lovely what you're doing, and people get a, a sense. You know, it's for the it's it's for this adventurous hippie-ish end of, of and, and you know that's meant in a, mm -hmm. a, a in a positive way it's not it's mm -hmm. not five-star glamping and um, that's yeah. martin Bell that we're talking about tomorrow but this this will be right up some people's alleyways won't it mm -hmm. this, this particular approach and your approach and, yeah. and your if, lovely nature and style if you live within an hour from where i am just yeah. call me up and say we want to come for the afternoon for activities and fun and then just leave me a donation. If you live further away, maybe two hours or three hours, call me up and say, we'd like to do a laughter retreat. Come spend the weekend here, come and sleep here, and we'll just fill the weekend with a whole bunch of cool activities. If you're outside of the country and you just want to have that first taste or feeling of Portugal and you don't want to spend tons of money, or you've sold your house and you don't want to spend your savings while you're looking for a place, live here live here for six months live here for a year you can have a piece of land and you can practice gardening i'll show you what grows here well and how to garden in portugal and then use this yeah. as your home base and then start seeing where's your quinta where's your quinta going to be because i've seen people that have sold their house come over here and they spent a couple of years looking for the, the place where they want to stay and they've spent a third or half of the money that they've saved up and then they don't end up getting 
or they wanted to. I, I just had a family leave here recently and they've just found their, their quinta. Well, they, it has a barn on it, but it's like two and a half hectares of land uh, for very little money. I think, the, yeah, I think they spent like 30,000 euros or something like that, which, you know, 30,000 euros for two and a half hectares of paradise with fruit trees and olive trees next to a river. I mean, where in the world are you going to find this? It's like, you know, this you country know. is just amazing. It's just amazing here, you know. I feel good about that because I know that they will make it even more beautiful. They're not just going to kind of like flatten it with tarmac and put a tennis court and, you know, a miniature golf and, and just like, you know. <laughs> well, we, don't, we don't want to make we don't want to make a little England here. We want to just you know really celebrate Portugal. Portugal has those, great food, great culture, great everything. We want to those, get in. Those English people coming over here with their tennis courts and miniature golf courses. Honestly, <laughs> pack it in, you lot. Um, so a journey from Belgium this morning, fantastic. I really feel it in my whole body. My neighbour looks over the fence and run away. Um, that's <laughs> what you can explain, you can explain later. Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Filipina says, Fantastico, Joanne. De facto, fala português como um nativo. Um, so, mm. complimenting you on your excellent Portuguese there. Uh, I have not had enough hair to be a hippie for years. I think we should start a bald hippie movement, Stephen. We need to be us follically challenged fellas. Um, I miss where you live, uh, and I would like to meet you, says uh, Jenny. So, you're in the Luzon area, aren't you? Yeah, and if you just go on Google Maps and put in Escola do Rizzo, it'll show up. Because I do a lot of courses here and retreats, so it's just, it's on Google Maps. Okay, Escola that's, do Rizzo. that's how to spell but the term. Yeah, yep. call me, call me before, don't just show up on my doorstep, because I might be in the middle of a, uh artistic moment with thousands of boxes and materials and yes. ribbons and all. I won't, you won't be able to see me in all that confusion. A little bit of... <laughs> It's only polite. So a kind yeah. is like move Andrew Gilchrist, like in the sound of uh, of your prescription for Portugal. There, uh, sign me up for the bald hippie movement, says Stephen. So are you all right, are you all right for ten or fifteen minutes more? Because we haven't got around to some of these expat challenges and how to deal with them, John. Are you okay for a little bit longer? I've got all the time in the world, Carl. Oh, how lovely to hear that. Okay, so this is the article. Uh, this lovely lady here. Um, writes the blog um, sandinmycurls.com and she looks like she's in the Far East there to me. Uh, let's get rid of these ads on the screen. And this is a very interesting uh, article. Living in a foreign country is difficult and extraordinary and everything in between. Well, I think we can agree on that. Uh, there are some big expectations, assumptions, delusions and WTF was I thinking that go along with it. Yes, we've been, to, been through all of those. Uh, here are my top expectations versus the harsh realities that come with expat life. So I won't go into all of these, but it might stimulate a little bit of discussion in the comments and it might give you something, Joanna, to, to you know bounce off, uh, obviously with a laughter yoga prescription. Um, so living in a foreign country, everyone will visit. That's interesting. Yeah, you think, okay, I'll move and create a paradise for all my friends and family and it may or may not happen. Uh, expectation number two, life in another country. Every day will be an adventure full of exploration. Now, that's sort of tourism and travel, but it's certainly an introspective journey, an adventure, I think, as well. Um, so it might not be full-on, you know, five-star adventures every day. Expectation number three, living in a different country will be travel all the time. And eventually you do calm down a bit, don't you, after the honeymoon period, and it, and it isn't necessarily that. Uh, number four, living in another country, being separated from family and friends will get easier. The guilt will subside. Number five, 
moving to another country, your world back home will fall apart without you. That's an interesting one. Uh, six is, can I handle fear of missing out? And that's probably of what's going on elsewhere and constantly being stimulated to travel elsewhere, new experiences. Uh, expectation number seven of moving to a new country, friends are friends forever, right? Hmm, that's an interesting one. Number eight, uh, living in a country that's not your home. I'm so going to learn a new language so I can really be down with the locals. Yep. Uh, some people will will be struggling a bit, of course, with Portuguese, uh, unlike you, Joanne. Uh, number nine, everyone speaks English, so we'll understand each other easily. I mean, English is English, right? No. And number 10, finally, what is it like living in a foreign country? I'm going to be a badass Malaysian cook and learn to make all the best local food. See, this is it. This is all the aspirational stuff which may or may not happen. Anything in there that you would like to address, Joanne? Yeah, there is there is a big danger of getting to this country, um, creating your circle of expats and never learning a word of Portuguese. I've seen that happen quite a lot. So if you arrive here, if you're arriving in this country, get into the local activities, get into any, uh, you know, you can learn rancho. They're very happy to have the expats, you know, get into their dance classes or a band or try and try and get into some activities that there are no expats in because that's the only way you're going to be forced. You really need to be like thrown in the deep end so that there's nobody there that can help you out. And you want to get involved with the old um, folk, you know, people above 60 for learning Portuguese, because anybody under 50 does speak English and they love speaking English. The Portuguese love speaking English. The reason they that English is is um, but so widespread is they, they didn't really have the dosh to translate the movie. So all these people that are my age, 50 and younger, have watched all the movies in English and all the cartoons, bless the cotton socks. I remember when I arrived I was like, oh my God, even Noddy's in English. How does a three-year-old read the subtitles? <laughs> he doesn't. He just learns port he learns English. So that's that's what happened in this country. That and that's another danger for you that, that will limit your possibility of uh learning Portuguese. So um the elderly, yeah, get involved, help them learn from their gardens. Um Portuguese people are very warm. But yep. they are also very scared. So it will you you need to kind of like break the ice gently. Once they feel you're a good person, then they open their arms as wide as uh, as as the gateways to heaven. They just <laughs> need to be reassured that you're not, you know, anybody dangerous in their life. Were you going to say something, Carl? No, <laughs> so, I, I, I just think a very, a very interesting observation, and um, I think there is um, there's definitely a warmth. And and an understandable and practical boundary, but then mm -hmm. once you once you've done the necessary work to get beyond that boundary, you will mm -hmm. make some of the most amazing Portuguese friends. Yeah, I'm talking I'm talking about people in villages and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. there are people listening to this program that are very metropolitan, and they are not like that at all. They're just like any European. So that if I get some comments there saying now we're not scared of foreigners. I'm not talking about everybody who's here today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm totally talking cool. about. I mean, I live, I live in in a small village in a hamlet, really, and I'm talking about that. I'm talking about people being a little bit more careful and cautious about who they open their heart up to, and then once they do, no problem there. About um, Portugal being a, a constant adventure and the opportunity of travel, the one thing that you will find in Portugal is diversity. Diversity. Yeah 
geographic diversity, but also that artistic, um, archaeological, not ar yeah, archaeological as well, I, um, architectural. And uh, at the moment, I have I have decided every day to go for a one hour walk. Now I've been living on this piece of land uh, for about seventeen years, and I just. Every day I just found a new amazing spot I'd never seen before. <laughs> just taking little little paths. It's just like interesting. It's yeah. just it's just I mean, that is why JK Rowling uh based her books on Portugal, because it's just you think you've walked down that street ten times and there's nothing new to discover, and then suddenly you walk by and you wait, wait a minute, Diagon Alley. How come I never found that? You know, it is. <laughs> Yes, it yes. is like that. You're like, how can, how can it be that I never found this uh, arts and crafts shop, local arts and crafts, and then it's been here all the time. It's very um, Pinteresque. It's very diverse. In it's constantly changing with the seasons. Like um, you're supposed to cut everything by the 15th of May, which I never do because poor bees, they need to have some flowers. If I took you outside right now, and showed you what it looks like in on my land. It looks like it definitely looks like the Garden of Eden. The the flowers of all different colours are up around here. You know, it's just like beautiful. I will yeah. have to cut as soon as they start turning brown. I'll cut it all. And then you have in the summer everything is sort of like dry and crackly with all the green bushes and green trees. And then when winter comes, when the autumn comes, it's the second spring. You have two springs. As soon as end of September sets in, everything goes green and there's butterflies and flowers again. And I'm like, I, I really enjoy the September, October spring more than the, oh my God, the overwhelming spring, spring where everything just, you know, I have to wade through my garden. <laughs> well, uh, it's, 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 it's fun as well. It's fun as well. But then, you know, September through to March, it's like all green grass, looks like an English garden. I'm expecting Colin um, Firth to come galloping through the fields with his yes. chair. Yes, I think you've, <laughs> thought about, you've thought about that possibly a little bit too much. Well, yes, I've never dated an Englishman in my life. And I'm like, well, maybe I should try that next. Okay, so, um, so any English visitors should arrive by horse with a tight shirt. <laughs> with a white shirt, slightly yeah. wet. <laughs> slightly damp uh, with perspiration. And, um, and just, just sort of stop for a moment and say, I say, I'm lost. Could you help me? <laughs> Fair maker. Um, Andrew Chris says, my three-year-old grandson is learning both languages already. That's great, isn't it? Okay. And um, yeah, and uh, Antonio F says, Andrew, yeah, uh, when they are that young, children learn any language easily. I know one child at the age of five speaks perfect Portuguese, English, and Mandarin. Amazing. Uh, mm. Thomas says, completely agree. Uh, we are not cutting everything because of the bees. We've been strategic and cut mm. the most visible stuff and the non-flowering stuff and then clear the rest of it as it begins to yellow. This is a good good mm. process that uh, you you. Uh, you two have here uh, we have so much more diversity as a result another great comment from thomas let me spin back to that um it's definitely the case that people see you as a free holiday when you're an expat uh, and you've settled in portugal um it's lovely to see people but hard to entertain when you're not actually on holiday yourself yeah every time someone visits yeah and it's pretty expensive can't it you're like oh you must got to take you here take you there and everything very interesting um and yes if they don't follow the fish rule which is you know they should be off in three days uh, that can get difficult as well uh bon dia joanna and carla 
Uh, can't wait to come to Portugal, says Jordinja, and find our own little pocket of land to fall in love with. A small native pinal uh, would be nice. What's that, a little pine forest? Um, great shout about uh, joining local Portugal groups from Andy. Both our kids did Rancho, the local band. We joined the Keep Fit, uh, local Keep Fit walking groups, and we're welcome with open arms um, to the community. Uh, that's that's Andy uh, via Austin there. Good to hear from you this morning, Andy. So, yeah, anything we've missed there um, with, with the trials and tribulations, the happiness and the harshness of expat life? I mean, you've done this. Are you still, are you still in the same place where you, were, where you were basically starving to death? Yeah, this, uh, this uh, was a shed I've renovated. I'm still renovating because, of course, I lost everything in the fire three years ago, which is one of the hardships of Portugal. So when you buy a piece of land here with a house on it, starts creating a fire retardant vegetation around the edges and really protect yourself from that that is is something that is it, it can happen you can lose yeah. everything to the fire here uh, another hardship that was mentioned that i think we should cover is you know missing family that that you've left behind yeah. um, most of my family's in spain i'm lucky it's not too far away it was a little bit complicated over covid because my father nearly died and my stepfather nearly died and I've been having to get special documents to cross over and, and caretake for those people. Yeah. Um, all my brothers and sisters live in Madrid and they, you know, they have Sundays together and yeah, I'm a little bit left out. <laughs> it's a little bit. So what's the solution? What sort of create a new virtual family around you? Uh, yes, I would say that some of my friends have become like brothers and sisters to me. I have created stronger bonds to people that are not my blood relations because I'm, I'm further away from everybody else. I do make a point of seeing them once a year, either in a summer holiday or a Christmas holiday. I try to get there or they come here. And we do a lot of Zoom, lots of WhatsApp group. We're constantly back and forwards with WhatsApp group. Uh, one thing that I have been doing to help expats is is a joint a Zoom session with them here and their members of the family back in the UK. And we do laughter yoga and we sort of, sort of do a little bit of coming together, bonding and enjoying each other's company through that. But, you know, you, you don't need to do laughter yoga. Frankly, my second husband, which I've just separated from, very, very nice separation, really good friends. Um, my first six months of relationship with him, he was living in Canada, was through Skype. So we actually, the Skype was on all the time. And I've seen a lot of expats do that. They've got kind of like a computer in their kitchen and Skype's on all the time. <laughs> and they just yeah. walk past each other, you know, yeah. saying, hello, good morning, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm making eggs and bacon for breakfast. What are you making sort of thing? <laughs> cool. And they kind of like live like as if you're on the moon, you know, when you're in the moon and or your husband's gone to, you know, he's an astronaut. No, I say, you know when your husband's gone to the moon because he's an astronaut? I don't think you do because not many people have that reality. But they do have that kind of like a screen for a member of the family is on a screen. I did everything on on, on Skype. Meals and, um, and uh, yeah, intimacy time. <laughs> it was all done like that. <laughs> wow. Okay. And you get a chance to say to your husband, I think you've had those underpants on for three days now. They need to be changed. <laughs> yes. Very good. Okay. Life on Skype. Well, yes. When I was courting with, with Mrs. M, um, we used to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can explain what I'm about to say. We used to sleep together on Skype, as in it would be on. Mm -hmm. 
we, we drift off to sleep after a long conversation and then wake up and we'd still be connected on Skype. It was very beautiful. Oh, wow. Well, well, you, you know, my, 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 recent, my recent ex, he's a hypnotherapist. He's also a therapist in many areas. Anybody in Algarve or who wants to do it on Zoom, he's an incredible therapist. Anyways, he did some hypnotherapy. <laughs> and I was on Skype and the connection cut off. And he couldn't get through to me, and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I don't know how long I was there for. <laughs> and then he, he started calling me on the telephone, and I'm there, and I hear this ring, ring, and then, you know, for about 15 minutes, and then finally I'm like, oh. That's crazy. Like, Have you snapped out of it? Yeah, I was like, yeah, don't do any more hypnotherapy or anything. Tell me if you're a chicken or something, I'll be quacking for. Well, it's funny you should say that because that's what happened to Gary back indoors now, but was followed back by a carload of chickens who thought I'd managed to scratch up some grub in the forest. So, yes, it was, it was like going at it like a chicken in the forest there. Um, Thomas had never heard of the, the fish rule, love it. Yeah, you've got to be uh, off in three days if you're a fish yeah. or a guest in someone else's house. And, yes, I mean, your, your, your ex-partner is like, look into my Skype, look into mm -hmm. my Skype. Um, that's uh, that's that's hilarious. Uh, leaving you there. How long were you sat in a chair for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, could have, it, it wasn't hours and hours, but I, I could have been something like half an hour that I was stuck in trance while my phone was ringing and ringing and ringing. <laughs> it sounds like something from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Because, yes, all the Inception, you know, Inception movie. Um, Joanna Banner, it's been amazing having your company as, as, a, as a, co a virtual co-host this morning. Thank you so much. What a lovely offer you're giving to people with the care port. Whenever you like, Carl, I'm always here for you. And I'm very grateful that you're promoting my services. I, I did make one mistake. It's not feeding a gremlin after midnight. It's giving a gremlin a drop of water. They can't get wet. That's because when you feed them after midnight, they turn into a nightmare, and I'm not a nightmare. No, giving a gremlin a gremlin a drop of water. I uh, I'd like to be your drop of water and help you multiply all the facets that you can be. Oh, or even a drop of Portuguese wine. This Ooh, is yeah, that could work as well. Yeah, this, this <laughs> Folks, this yeah, laughter yoga and wine. That's that's an interesting <laughs> thing. A wine tasting with laughter yoga, but this is the one for tonight. It is the Portugal Reserva. That's a 2016 that we're trying. Well, I've that I've got tonight. Other vintages uh, may be tasted tonight on the Good Morning Portugal Wine Club. Um, and um, just tonight as well, before that. Uh, we have these folks talking of, of expat experiences just arrived in Portugal. We have two households from America and one from the UK. Talk to them tonight about their experiences of coming over, how they got here, what it's like mm -hmm. to be here um, as a newly arrived honeymooning expat. Not literally, but you know the honeymoon mm -hmm. period of being an expat. Uh, looking forward to that this evening. From 7.30, you'll have to book up on that uh, to, to get the Zoom link via expatsportugal.com, and you can watch our wine club tasting on these very platforms that you're watching on this morning. Joanna Banana. Uh, my my laughter yoga consultant, the fairy godmother to the Good Morning Portugal community and a fairy godmother to people who are arriving at the airport. Thank you so much this morning. Welcome, everybody, to Portugal. And thank you, Carl, so much. Thank you for inviting me. Enjoyed it. it. Had a wonderful time. Absolute pleasure. Take care and bye for now. Ciao, ciao. Uh, folks, um, it happened to me quite recently with a client, but I was confident her subconscious mind would bring her back at the end of the session. It did. She was there for just 10 minutes. 
and carried on working without me. Amazing. And a final, um, obrigado, Joanne, from your namesake, Gianni, in Belgium there. Okay, thanks. You've been amazing, everybody. D don't forget to keep up the laughter yoga that you've learned this morning. Uh, don't be shy. Give it a go. You saw how it was working uh, for, for many of us this morning. Have a great day. Take care. Maybe see you on a webinar. Maybe see you in the wine tasting. And if not, see you tomorrow for... Um, a conversation with Chitra Stern about a marvellous Martignal tomorrow. Take care, folks. Have a great day and bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>